Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines, the Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series, short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It happens on the Cars Tour. Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Welcome into another edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. This past Saturday night, tour headed up to South Boston Speedway. Uh, the fair was in town. The Cars Tour was in town. And fans got to see two phenomenal races, the Autos by Nelson 250. The Pro Late Models kicked it off. A 16-car field took the green flag. We'll go to our friends Eric Brennan and Blake McClendless at Flow Racing for the call. And they're side by side and bouncing off each other for the race lead. Loaded did not get a great launch, but what a great move to get back down to the bottom. Didn't get a great launch, and Butcher sent it into one. Now they're going to race door to door. Four laps to go. Almost loading at the stripe, but give it to Butcher as now he'll try to move Butcher up the track. Butcher tried to move Loden one lap ago. Loden trying to move Butcher this time by. Still a dead heat at the end of the back straightaway in three with Guapu lurking. Here comes Loden up the racetrack to clear for the lead with three to go. And I think Butcher knows this is his last chance, has to send it down deep. But boy, again, Butcher's so much better through one and two. You can see how tight he gets, and he'll get into the back of Loden, but is not able to upset that 43 car. Two laps to go. Nick Loden hanging on and trying to win his first Cars Tour race. More contact in one and two. Loden got a little bit sideways off the second corner. Butcher now with another late dive as they go into three. Here comes Nick Loden, one lap away from the biggest win of his career. Butcher tries to sail it in deep there in one and two, but to no avail. Last set of corners. A Hail Mary by Butcher, but he's going to come up shy. The biggest night for Nick Loden comes at South Boston, wins the pole in the race. Nick Loden, his first career win on the pro side for the pro late model stocks. Cole Butcher was second. Caden Quapple was third. Austin McDonald was fourth. Ryan Moore was fifth. Katie Hedinger, sixth. Austin Higgins, seventh. Charlie Keevan was eighth. Logan Jones finished ninth. George Phillips rounded out the top ten. Again, 16 pro late models took the green flag and a really, really intense battle there. Uh, the last five laps after that last caution came out, and Nick Loden able to hold off Cole Butcher for his first career pro late model win on the Cars Tour. Taking a quick look at the points heading into Tri County next weekend on the pro late model side, Carson Quapple able to stretch his lead out to uh, four points over Katie Hedinger. Austin Higgins, a distance third, he's 67 markers back. Austin McDonald, 81 markers back and forth, and Logan Jones around out the top five he is 91 points out of the lead after the pro late models were done 125 laps for the late model stock cars they took center stage and an epic battle between two cars tour veterans we go back to our friends at flow racing for the recap 125 laps on the docket here at south boston and the late model stocks are underway at the stripe by a nose it's going to be Deke McCaskill who takes the race lead and will look to almost be clear of Lane Riggs off of turn number two 
not quite able to do at that time as Riggs drives it in hard on the bottom. And again, Riggs won the national championship, the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series in 2022. He accomplished that by winning the track championship here at South Boston, but he settles for second for now, as you can see, we're jockeying for position behind them. And Blake, I have to wonder if running that high line and not being as aggressive to pin the car down to the inside, is that better for the duration of the tires on the 08 car? To the KRC Power Steering Restart Zone, the McCaskill will get us rolling from the top spot. Bobby McCarty, however, on the bottom side, giving him a good bout as the field. You can see two by two by two, several rows deep. And at the strike this time, give it to McCaskill by just a fraction of a nose. When again, I think these two are going to race each other very respectively. Great relationship here between Deke McCaskill, Bobby McCarty. Observation there. We'll see if that holds up. Riggs still trying to make it work on the bottom. Think he got a little bit loose and washed up into McCaskill, but he will still hold on to the race lead. Almost some contact as the race is on for the win here at South Boston. McCaskill hanging on over Lane Riggs. They're about half a straightaway back, or maybe a little less of the lap traffic with now five laps to go in South Boston. Riggs now getting a good run off the corner to try to pull up and even with the 08 car who now gets the good drive out of turn number two that time. Lap traffic ahead. Riggs looking low. Now to the back bumper of McCaskill in the battle for the lead. Riggs knows he has to get that pass done now. He has to get it done before they reach the lap traffic because then it's just a guessing game of where they're going to go. A little bit of contact once again. Riggs down the back straightaway. Landon Pimbleton gets out of the way to let these drivers settle it amongst themselves. They'll come around to three to go. Still McCaskill with the top spot. They'll come around and they'll see the white flag. One more trip around South Boston Speedway for Deke McCaskill. He has led a majority of this race, but Lane Riggs has one more shot to do it. Down the back straightaway and into three and four for the final time. Riggs up the racetrack. Is he going to make contact? He's not going to be able to get there. And McCaskill will win. The autos by Nelson 250 presented by Virginia is for racing lovers. Deke McCaskill, your winner. Uh, he beat Lane Riggs. And I mean, if you weren't there at South Boston or you didn't watch this on flow, I highly encourage that you go back and watch. These guys ran side by side for the better part of 100 laps and did not touch once. Again, Deep McCaskill, his second Cars Tour win of 2023. Lane Riggs was second. Bobby McCarty, third. Brendan Queen, fourth. Carson Quapple, fifth. Landon Huffman finished sixth. Ryan Millington, seventh. Chase Burrow with a solid run. He finished eighth. Trevor Ward, the winner from Martinsville. He finished ninth, rounding out the top ten. Chad McCombie, again, 29 late model stock cars took the green flag in the 125-lap feature at South Boston on Saturday night. Taking a quick look at the points, heading into Tri-County next weekend. Uh, it's a two-man race. And really, only two names you need to know, Carson Quapple. Uh, he is still 34 markers ahead of Brendan Queen, so not a whole lot of Nothing really gained there this past weekend. Those two have got two more races to settle the 2023 championship uh, with bouts at Tri-County and the season finale at Caraway. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this first segment of Stickered Up. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road. We'll sticker up. We return. We will chat with the winner of the 125-lap late model stock car race at South Boston this past Saturday night, Deke McCaskill. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. 
Pioneer Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Perrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Perrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Perrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit DrivePerrier.com to learn more. We're all familiar with the term batteries not included. Well, that does not apply to Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery. They're all about batteries. Meredith Battery has Volt Batteries for all applications, including auto, marine, commercial, golf cars, power sport, and motorsport. Meredith Battery of Anderson, South Carolina. Their Volt Battery customers are frequent visitors to Victory Lane at your local short tracks in the southeast each and every week. For more information and to buy your next Volt Battery, contact the team at 864-226-9091. 864-226-9091 and on Facebook and Instagram. Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery, the official battery of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed in our 4,800 square foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxswraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371 to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. This is Cars Plopple, driver of the number eight junior motorsports iRacing Chevrolet. This is Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back in the air this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Raps Hotline, the winner of this past Saturday night's Autos by Nelson 250 at South Boston Speedway. His second win of 2023 on the Cars Tour, Mr. Deke McCaskill. Deke, welcome back to the Stickered Up Podcast. Thank you, bud. Appreciate y'all uh, having me on again. Well, I tell you, man, we 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 always like to have winners, and uh, you've been on this show several times now. And I tell you, man, uh, Saturday night was was definitely one uh, that for the ages, in my opinion, uh, watching you and Lane basically battle for the lead for the better part of sixty five seventy laps there towards the end. I don't think you touched once. Um, Man, just take us back and 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 kind of go through um, what Saturday night meant to you. Again, uh, you you always make the comment to me: you never know when you're going to win the next one. So this one, you yeah. know, had to be pretty special for you. Yeah, it was. You know, we've had a you know up and down season. Started off the year with that win at Southern National, and and man, we were just all over the place. Um, you know, in finishing orders, just from seventeenth to to fifth, it seemed like um, we just never could get consistent and. That was um, one thing I wanted to work on this year was just being more consistent. We were just um, just a little off there, but we hit on something this past weekend and had a had a good qualifying effort and was able to um, get the lead there at the start. And um, you know, I really didn't know we had a winning race car. Um, it was driving pretty good. We were just really kind of on the free side, and I couldn't run the bottom, so I just went up top, you know, pretty quick or you know, pretty early in the race and was able to carry a lot of momentum up top and the car was still on the free side, but I could you know, hold them guys off. I can just make the straightaways as long as possible. And, um, 
Lane was coming. You know, he was charging hard there at the end, and uh, he just could never, you know, clear me. I was, I felt like I was a little better in three and four than he was, but he was a little better in one and two. And um, man, we got you know tired to tire at one time, and I thought it was going to uh, get really interesting. But man, we just uh, was able to hang on the outside and and get by him. I've uh, you know, I've done that a lot in the past up there, and it's it's worked really well. And um. But back then, when I was doing it, you know, it was uh, you didn't have flow, you didn't have social media like you do now. So, really cool to put on a show like that for the fans to really, um, you know, watch it and enjoy it. And, you know, the car store just never disappoints us, you know, with the racing the way it is. I tell you, the one thing that that I that I, that interests me that kind of perked up, and then I thought about it after you mentioned it. You said that you were surprised uh, that Lane chose the bottom. Uh, obviously, Lane won the pole, um, just a just a an eyelash quicker than you in in, in qualifying, uh, which basically let you, allowed you to start on the outside. Do you feel like that was kind of a, an advantage for you, basically? Because like whenever cautions came out, you always took the top side. Do you feel like that him giving you that opportunity yeah. off the jump was, was kind of the the thing that set set the tone? Uh, Honestly, I think that was the winning move for me. Um, by, I was really shocked when he chose the bottom, and um, and I asked him about that after the race, and he just felt like the bottom would grip up better. And, and I agree with it. I've, I've done the same thing before, and you just don't ever know till it till it actually happens. But yeah, when he did that, I knew if um, I knew we were on low air, so I was hoping I didn't bottom out really bad, and we didn't, and I was able to get a really good run through three and four and clear him. And, um, but yeah, I felt like that was the, definitely the winning move right there. I don't know if I'd have been able to, um, get by him. I think the, you know, he'd have been up top and I'd have been trying to fight him on the bottom and, and probably wouldn't have been able to clear him. So definitely, um, definitely a big advantage for us for getting that top early. Deke, one thing I want to ask you about, obviously a veteran of the cars tour, uh, and we've seen some, we've seen some, uh, aggressive racing from some of the younger drivers, uh, not just this past weekend, but throughout the year. And, and you even mentioned it, you know, you haven't been where you wanted to be. So you've actually been back there, um, fighting amongst some of these, uh, some of these younger drivers that might not have the, the same courtesy, but it had to be a relief for you knowing, you know, racing against Lane Riggs, Bobby McCarty, uh, Brendan Queen up there, uh, even Carson Quapple up there in the top five. You had to feel pretty good racing against those guys. Just the, the respect that you guys have amongst each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, they pretty much you know, race me the way I race them. You know, you hear that all the time. And me and Lane have always had a ton of respect for each other. And, you know, we just, I've known his family forever. You know, I used to race with his dad and, and Scott's dad knows my dad, so it just we you know we go way back, and we've always just respected each other a lot, and have always raced each other hard and, and clean, and you know we might rub a little bit, but it's just good hard racing, and same for you know Bobby and, and Carson, and you know like you said earlier, I, I hadn't been up front a lot this year, so I've been in the back where a lot of the chaos is, but um, I tell you everybody's raced me really good. I've, I've raced around uh, Landon Huffman a little bit this year and you know he raced me with a lot of respect and just um just real appreciative for these people the way they race me i hope um you know just the way i race them is kind of the way i want them to race me as well 
chatting with Deke McCaskill here on the GSX Raps Hotline Stickered Up Podcast. And Deke, one thing that I wanted to bring up that, that a lot of people may not know uh, that sit in the grandstands, but um, you, you made a change um, with your spotter about a year and a half ago. Uh, and, and your your son-in-law, uh, Hunter, actually spots for you. And um, I think you've won three races with him on the, on the, on the button for you. And uh, yeah. I tell you, man, he's uh, – I, I think a lot of him. And I actually – pulled him aside and I asked him I said man I said you really like this spotting gig don't you he said man I love it <laughs> talk a little bit about what it's like having him on the radio I mean, obviously you you know you, you had heavy on the radio for a long time uh, and did some great things uh, with him but but talk about that transition because obviously that that spotter is a very important piece of your racing yeah yeah he was just um you know I used him a couple times last year and um man he was just giving me a lot of information that I didn't know he could give me really you know and and he's just really calm and really clear on the radio and just um you know he just he don't ever get excited um until we actually win you know he will get excited then but yeah you know how quiet hunter is and um but yeah he just gives me a lot of great information lap times you know what's going on behind me what's going on in front of me if it's something i need to if he sees i'm doing wrong what kind of line i'm running he'll you know correct me there but yeah he's been a really good asset to us and um, as well as working on the car, you know, a lot of times on Friday's test and it's just me and, me and him really thrashing on the car and, and he worked with, uh, you know, Marcus for a while. So he knows uh, a lot about these RNS chassis and he's able to, he's really been able to help me out a lot with the learning curve of these cars. Uh, talking about Marcus Richmond, obviously, uh, in the RNS stable, uh, and, and that's essentially a home game for, for RNS being just around down, down the road in cluster Springs. How important it was it for you to to put a RNS car into Victory Lane on Saturday night? Because you know Marcus will even tell you um, the RNS cars struggled uh, at least on the weekly program there at South Boston. Uh, the Reynolds cars have have been pretty dominant up there, but had to be a special moment for you and him in Victory Lane on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and Steve was there as well. So just um, yeah, a big win for them guys and. They've been wanting to, you know, get their program better at South Boston, and I think it really showed on these high grip tracks uh, that they're these cars are getting a lot better. You know, with the way Bobby ran at Martinsville, and you know, Bobby ran really well at South Boston as well, and us winning. So, yeah, that's really special to him. Um, he's just been a longtime friend of mine, and just him and Tracy both are just a uh, a great asset to you know to my team and just helps me out so much, man. They, um, the teams we're competing against now are just, it's crazy the resources they got um, and what's going on up and down pit road. So to be able to have somebody like Marcus, you know, in my back pocket helps me out a, a huge, you know, a lot. Yeah, I tell you, and you just, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, the, the, the amount of technology and resources that, that the majority of these teams are bringing the racetrack now. I mean, you're still doing it kind of like you've done it in, in the past. And, and, uh, and, and, and I know it's hard. Um, and look, man, it's, it's guys like you and, and Ronald Hill and Craig Moore, um, you know, those guys that, that do it, it even Carter Langley. I mean, Carter ran the cars tour last year, the family owned car and um, it's hard, man. And so I think it, to me, it makes it even more impressive not only that you won Saturday or this past Saturday, but the fact that you've won two cars to a races here, you even mentioned that in victory lane, uh, how big of an accomplishment that is for you. Um, 
two more cars tour races. Um, obviously, we, we'll talk a little bit about this coming weekend at Orange County in a minute, but are, do you plan on, on on running those last two races, cars tour at Tri-County and, and Caraway? Yeah, we plan on you know going to Tri-County, and um, that's going to be kind of a, you know, it's a three-week stretch for us. So it's, a, it's a lot going on for me, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do after Tri-County. I might take a little break. Um, we'll just see how how it goes um you know i am looking forward to going to the classic again and um really that's about the only thing i got really scheduled in but we'll see if we keep running like we're running i might just ride this wave till it, it throws me <laughs> off you know but uh but three weeks is a pretty uh, long stretch for this little team right here <laughs> yeah. well and, and like you said going or we're going to, you're going to orange county um for the for the orange blossom shootout um sponsored by the, the guy that's on your quarter panels donnie Pereira. Pereira tank lines they stepped up and uh they want some big time racing back at orange county we did this event a year ago and it was successful you finished second um and you know, obviously a racetrack that you really, really like, probably even more than, than South Boston. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, your expectations this weekend going in for a chance to win $17,500 on Saturday night. Yeah, we're excited. That's definitely one of my favorite racetracks. We've got a lot of, you know, a lot of laps up there. We actually, um, it's one of the tracks I like to go to and test a lot. Um, I feel like I can get dialed in there. I can get dialed in anywhere. And so we have been up there a few times you know, this year. So had a good run last year. Um, really enjoyed the uh, the show you guys put on and um you appreciate per year and all the um sponsors coming on board this weekend, man. It's gonna be a, a big show and looking forward to racing against some guys. We got a you know a little different strategy this year with the you know, extra tire in the pits and the segment breaks and a lot of money on the line. So it should be a should be a heck of a show. Track always brings a you know, a lot of fans in and um, just a lot of our fans come in because we're not that far away from the house. So just looking forward to getting back up there, man. I miss racing up there. Well, we're working on it. We're trying to get a, an official cars to our rep back, race back there in uh, in yeah. 2024. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're working diligently on that. And hopefully we'll have some good news for everybody here in the next week or so. But, uh, Deke, I do, before I let you go, man, um, I, I wanted to talk to you about something that you and I talked about uh, on Saturday on Pit Road. And, uh, Boo Carlisle, who does the uh, the vlog for the Cars Tour, uh, does a question of the week. And uh, a couple months ago, uh, his question of the week was, uh, you can have one wish come true, what would it be? And uh, your wish is that you wanted to go watch a Bears game at Soldier Field. And, um, <laughs> and your family uh, made your wish come true. Uh, and you and Sandy got a tra- chance to go up and watch the Bears uh, a couple of weeks ago, man. And uh, your face lit up when I asked you about it. And I can I can see the smile on your face now, man. But I just just tell me about the uh, one how it all came about, and then two talk a little bit about the uh, about the trip up to Chicago. Yeah, my um, birthday was on the twenty sixth. It was on a Tuesday, and we had dinner over at my mom and dad's, and so Sandy and the girls and all came over and. And, um, yeah, we make a long story short, I opened up the present and bam, we're going to the bears game, you know? So I'm like, man, this is awesome. I'm like, where are we going? She said this weekend. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> I'm thinking in the back of my head, like I got a car to get ready, you know, on and on. I'm like, no, we're going to make this happen. So yeah, it was a, just a huge shock. We left, um, out of Raleigh on Saturday morning, got to Chicago Saturday afternoon and was able to walk through the city and, 
uh, eat some great food up there. We did the Chicago um, River boat ride that afternoon, and then we got up Sunday morning and um, rode up to Soldier Field and watched the Bears play, man. It was uh, something I never thought I'd able to get done. Um, I would ever see in my lifetime, that's for sure. I figured I would be able to catch them when they come to Carolina or something like that. But to be up there and and watch a game at Soldier Field was just – it was killer, man. We able to um, – we weren't able to win, but it was a good game. And just being surrounded by a lot of Bears fans was uh, really exciting for me because there's not a lot around here. <laughs> I always get yeah. laughed at for being a Bears fan, but I've always been a Bears fan since um, 85 when they won the Super Bowl. I was just a little kid and was got hooked on them ever since. But um, we had a great time. That's probably the first time in a long time me and her has just been able to – you know, go out on a vacation like that. And we just had a blast and she done really good, you know, flying. Cause I was a little worried with her, um, you know, history and all with her strokes and everything, but yeah. she done really good flying and we had a great time, man. The city of Chicago was, um, really amazing. I was uh, not expecting it to be as nice as it was. And the people up there was really nice. And just, uh, hopefully one day we can get back up there. Did you get to eat some of that deep dish pizza? Was that part of, of I the, did. What, did. where did you yeah, go? Because amazing. there's there's several really good places. Where where did you go? Do you remember it where you went? Starts with a it starts with a G and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> okay. Uh, G, G. Oh man. Giovanni's. Is it Giovanni? That's it. Okay. Um. The the crazy man, thing was, was is so uh, my ex wife is a huge Cubs fan and and her and I went to Chicago a handful of times when we were married. And, and that was the one thing that, that I really wanted to do. And, um, I didn't realize, man, it takes like, they literally, they'll take your order 45 to 50 minutes before you sit down because it takes that long for yeah. it to actually cook. Yeah. And that blew my mind. I couldn't wrap my head. I'm like, well, I don't need to order now. We're still an hour out. He's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> we got to start cooking yeah. it now so that yeah. when you do sit down, you'll actually be able to eat it. So, um, yeah. G- this is a Giordano's. Giordano's. G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O's. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's right. But, okay. What about yeah, a, you're right, man. what about a, uh, what about a Chicago hot dog? Did you do the hot dog with the, with the pickle and the, the pepper and all that stuff on it? Did you, did you go Wait, down that road? No, I'm not. I'm just a mustard and ketchup guy, but it was, okay. uh, it was brown hot. It was brown hot dogs at the stadium, and I'm a red hot dog <laughs> <Okay>. guy. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because you said you hadn't been around a lot of Bears fans. I mean, is there anything that kind of took you took you back or took you, you know, for for a surprise? I mean, because you know, I feel like those those Bears fans are pretty intense, tailgating and whatnot. They're wild. Yeah, they're wild. They're 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 diehard. That's for sure. I mean, okay. The guy that sat beside us had been there since '84, season ticket holder. And oh, he's wow. been to like every game. Yeah, he's been there when it was negative, you know, twenty degrees and um people walking around in like full blown bears outfit. I mean it was <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> and the amount the amount of people there, it was a I mean it was a beautiful weekend. It was like seventy five degrees, but it was probably ninety percent capacity maybe. Yeah. And here we are, you know, and three at the time. <laughs> yeah. But they were just yeah, they're diehard fans. And leaving the stadium, man, it was really cool because they walk you out and you get to walk right beside Lake Michigan and it'll carry you right down, you know, to the, to the Chicago river. And man, they got guys, you know, giving you rides on the you know, back of bicycles. And it's just, it was really cool, man. I encourage anybody wanting a great, you know, weekend getaway to, 
to go to Chicago. It is, man, and I, I, I'll agree with you. Um, I've been to Chicago a handful of times, and, and never for a Bears game, but I've been to watch Cubs play, and uh, I've been to, to watch uh, – uh, Broadway uh, productions up there and watch the White Sox play. But it's, it is a beautiful, beautiful city. Um, they say it's probably one of the, one of the, they call it a, it's got a small town feel to it, but it's a big city. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. man, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that the girls and, and, and the wife were able to put that together for you. Um, I know that was a special, um, special weekend for you like i said just seeing your excitement uh on the facebook post on your actual birthday and i didn't realize yeah. that literally you got on a plane on friday after you realized you were going so that was a pretty yeah. quick turnaround yeah. time good thing there wasn't a cars tour race that weekend so um yeah, she had a plan yeah she had it planned out perfect but i can't wait to talk to boo he won't there this weekend but it was uh I had messaged him on Facebook, and I was like, "Man, this is this is all you right here." <laughs> <laughs> Deke, before I go, uh, and I know a lot of people, um, you're you're one of the most well respected, like race car drivers and genuine people in the garage area. Just wanted to check in. Uh, obviously, everybody sees Sandy seems to be doing well. Just wanted to check in, see how she's doing. Um, uh, and, you know, like I know she had a, a, an episode, uh, been a little bit while, but but it seems like she's 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 at the racetrack and doing things. Just want to get a little update on her. Yeah, man, she's doing great. She, um, you know, she had some back surgery done back in April, and she uh, recovered really well from that. And man, she's just been in high gear ever since, and just really, really special to have her and my girls, and you know, my dad and Victory Lane this weekend. Man, just um, I was telling them on one of my interviews, man, just pulling into Victory Lane and seeing everybody's excitement is is what it's all about, man. I mean, that's why I love winning races. Um, just, it, it just, it just makes it, man. I don't know how to explain it, but just seeing their excitement and I think they love it more than I do sometimes, you know, both my girls and just having them all there and get to experience that moment in victory lane is just something they're going to you know, remember for a lifetime. So that's just, that's just what it's all about. But, but yeah, I appreciate you asking about her. She's, she's doing great. And, um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully she'll continue to do, do really well. Well, we, we hope we look forward to seeing her this weekend at Orange County uh, and everybody else. Again, uh, I know it's a racetrack that's very special to you and uh, a place that you've been very successful at over the years. And uh, I, I feel like anybody that, that sees the, the lineup of, of high-touted drivers that will be in this event this weekend, Cream always rises to the top, man. I think you got to be one of the favorites. Before I let you go, man, I know it takes a ton of people to get you to the racetrack each and every week and want to give you an opportunity to thank those sponsors. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, big thanks to Perrier Tank Lines for all his support. Um, Blackgate Hunt Products, um, RNS Race Cars, Ernest Performance, um, Bradley Everett, Graphics Unlimited, um, Bobby Gregory Weldon, Nels Ignition, um, just everybody on my team, man. Was just, uh, just a small family team and getting it done, man. I was just I was more in shock the other day, just you know, beating some of these teams, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know how we do it, but somehow we, we made it happen. It's just a just a huge um, blessing for all uh, all my help. Just a big help. Uh, big thanks to David West and John West Racing as well. Just just surrounded by a lot of great people. Well, Dee, congratulations on the win on Saturday night. Best of luck to you this weekend coming up at Orange County Speedway, and uh, look forward to having you on here and here soon. Go grab your win at Tri County in a couple of weeks, and we'll uh, we'll get you in studio. We'll eat some barbecue next time. 
Yeah, definitely. I um, have to get up there. I, I hate I wasn't able to make it today, but maybe we can do it after Tri-County. No worries, man. Good luck to you on Saturday. That's Deke McCaskill driving the number 08 on the late model stock car side in the Cars Tour. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll come down pit road, sticker up. we return. We'll close out this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. We're laser cutting and CNC bending. Geo Cut for media blasting and surface conditioning. Geo Cut, South Boston, Virginia for powder coating. Geo Cut, on demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. Geocutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. Geocut has you covered. Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. Practice Race. At Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis, they feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. Hey, this is Bobby McCarty, driver of the number six, solid right pairs, Ford Mustang. You listen up to the Stickered Up podcast. White flag this edition of the Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Tours off this week. Uh, some of these Cars Tour guys will be headed to Orange County Speedway for the Orange Blossom Shootout uh, on Saturday. Jared Fryer, Deke McCaskill, Brendan Butterbean Queen, uh, Carter Langley, uh, just to name a few of those drivers that will be competing this weekend in Rougemont. But the Cars Tour will fire back up next weekend, October the 20th and 21st. We'll be back at Tri-County Speedway uh, in the foothills or in the mountains uh, over there of, of North Carolina. Uh, practice will start. Uh, on Friday afternoon, as typical for the Cars Tour, uh, late model stock cars and pros will alternate practices starting at 2 o'clock, and they will go until 6.25, and then cars will be back in action on Saturday. Uh, you got the GSX Street Stock Series. They're going to be in town this weekend in addition to uh, the pro late models and the late model stock cars. They'll be on the property on Saturday with the pros and the late models. They'll start practice at 10.45, and then they will go until 1.30, uh, taking a a quick look you've got qualifying in practice for the street stocks at 315 grandstands open at four single car qualifying for the late model stock cars at 445 single car qualifying for the pros will follow we've got a pre-race concert meet and greet that'll take place from 515 to six o'clock driver intros at 605 
uh, pre-race ceremonies at 620. The green flag for the Blue Ridge 250 will take place at 630. Uh, Pro late models for 75 laps. The uh, GSX wraps street stocks for 50. And then the nightcap, the late model stock cars will go for 125 laps. General mission this weekend or for next weekend will be uh, $30. They do have trackside parking available if you want to get them in advance. You can go to cars tour, carsracingtour.com and get save $3, $27 a ticket. Want to thank the folks that help Stickered Up come to you each and every week. Our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, GeoCut, Volt Battery Technologies, GSX Raps, and as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts, Dave Perkins and Morgan Patrick for making us sound so good each and every week. And also want to thank our guests today via the GSX Raps Hotline, the most recent winner on the late model stock car side, Deke McCaskill. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dunn. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.